Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Travel Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa, and I have an exciting episode for you today. I'm here with Samia to talk about New Delhi. Samia spent 20 years of her life in New Delhi before moving to the United States. New Delhi has a special place in her heart because it's just such a great, rich, and vibrant city. It has over 25 million people. As an American, I don't think I've ever been to a city in the United States of that size. So it's just a great opportunity to talk about how a city that's so dense and so rich has such a different dynamic and rhythm to it. It's a great chance, especially as a tourist, to immerse yourself in maybe a new a new pattern or a new environment and have a chance to kind of experience the city and experience the lifestyle, perhaps in a perspective you might have otherwise missed. There's a lot of ways to kind of immerse yourself in from the day-to-day dynamics to the type of food you eat to even maybe embracing some of the more traditional cultures. What's really beautiful about New Delhi, too, is not only is it a very rich and dense city, but there's so much history there as well. You know, you can find buildings there from the early turn of the century to some of the more famous things like the Red Fort that was built in the 1600s. And it's a, it's a currently modern-used area. You can see how it's in many ways both a time capsule, but also a chance to see the traditions and see the dynamics of the city build and evolve upon themselves. It's a really great opportunity to both learn and experience at the same time. I'm really excited to have her here. I felt like I learned a lot, and I hope you do too. Let's get started. Hi, Samia. Welcome to the Travel Talk podcast. Thank you so much, Melissa. I feel like I'm in Hollywood. So excited to be here. (laughs) How glamorous. (laughs) Um, So what are you going to be talking about today? So I'm going to be talking about New Delhi, India. That's where I spent the first two decades of my life. So I'm really excited. I'm very excited to have you here. I love Delhi. It's amazing. I know you've been here there a couple of times. I have, but I love what you just said. You call it New Delhi, but don't ever, doesn't everyone in um, like India call it Delhi? Well, yeah, we do call it Delhi, but I think now it's becoming more popular to call it New Delhi versus old Delhi. Oh, so you're saying I'm archaic. Well, maybe just, uh, just by a couple of years. (laughs) I've already aged myself out. (laughs) But yeah, old Delhi is actually, um, the part which is like more historical that was like in the 1600s. That was the capital. It's got like smaller streets. It's already a little overflowing. A lot of great street food there, though. And yeah. that's like the fun part. And New Delhi is a more urbanized part. That's where most, most modernized. Of the, most, yeah, most more companies there. Yeah. You know, better roads, yeah. <laughs> lesser traffic comparatively. <laughs> the roads had could design for the volume of people that live there now. I know. And for cars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Didn't clearly quite have those in the 1600s. I know. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember there's like this old bicycle tour group where you can like because it's the streets were so narrow you the only way you could get through was with bikes yes and so we would bike through and you would just it, it was like everything you could see like the spice market and I then like know. the reds the red mark or not mark the red market yeah where yeah. This, where all the chilies are there yeah and yeah the spices it's amazing yeah i think at 5 a.m in the morning the best aroma comes from there because they've got all this fresh produce and there's just like so much street can you, food can you smell that from where you from new delhi yeah oh my god that's amazing it's just so much fun oh i love that (laughs) um so tell me like when you when you think about like you probably being here in the u.s you have a lot of people ask you about new delhi all the time yes um 
what's often the first things that you tell them or what do you think are the most common, most common things that might surprise somebody when they're considering New Delhi? Um, I think people always talk about, um, they ask me about architecture and the, you know, the fun stuff, which is there. And I think like you can do a quick Google search to kind of find like all the cool spots there. But I feel what people don't really understand about New Delhi is it's the capital city for food. Like street food is a completely different cuisine altogether in New Delhi, uh, it's just amazing. It's stuff you've never had before in any Indian restaurant anywhere, whether in New Delhi or anywhere else. Give me some specifics. Okay, awesome. So <laughs> there's so many. So my favorite that actually is a new thing that has been invented in New Delhi is called the fire pun. Yeah. It, Already it, I want some. This sounds I amazing. Know. So a pun is essentially... Um, a beetle leaf taco. So basically it's a beetle leaf that's raw and they put all this sweet and savory stuff in it. And it's like, you just put it in your mouth and it's just amazing. And people usually have it after they've had their dinner. Uh, However, the twist to that is they put, they literally light it on fire and then the person like puts it in your mouth and then you just eat that. And it just like somehow just burns right out and you don't feel a thing. No injuries reported so far. But it's like a flaming beetle leaf that people put in your mouth and you just like consume it somehow. So you eat it beetle leaf and all? Uh, Yes, you eat the whole beetle leaf, all the stuff in it. And then now with an added flame. (laughs) Oh my God. And this is just street food you can find every anywhere? Like... I think New Delhi street food is very specific. Okay. You'll know when it's New Delhi street food. How do you know? Um, they're very specific things. So they're very rice or wheat based. Okay. Um, extreme. Uh, there's always a mix of sweet and savory in every dish. And then depends upon the spice tolerance, they can really spice it up. So it's just amazing. So you can get anything. And th- it's so cheap. Like five rupees you can have a meal <laughs> and that's like what in the u.s I don't know, a 20th of a dollar i guess oh my god so 20 cents the 20 cents yeah you can't even get a, a shot of syrup in a starbucks drink with that i know exactly <laughs> like it's just amazing like the amount of i think um i went when i went back uh three years ago i went on a street food walk and there's like this group that organizes a street food walk and takes you to different parts of the city to have like the best food and they had stuff like from kebabs to like um golgapas which are basically these thin wafer like balls in which you put like all these potatoes and yogurt and you know all these savory stuff and you put it in your mouth at once to that to naans and parathas just like cooking right in the morning it's just amazing so um you know, Delhi is huge and like it's it's one of the largest cities in in, in the world. It's just substantial. Yeah, twenty five million yeah. people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, bigger than some countries. Um, how do you navigate where to find this? Like if I were to say hop on a plane and land in New Delhi, what would I do? <laughs> Good question. So um, there are definitely a lot of forums online where like they're literally Redditors who talk about this pretty obsessively. Um, You've got a lot of great Facebook pages. Um, I think there's a New Delhi street food 
page that you can literally go to and they like pick one top thing of that yeah. inner thing but the best thing is just like go to old delhi like you will find something right in front of you that looks amazingly good and then you can start there and then they're always locals like if you yeah. ask anyone on the street what's the best place to eat street food they will point you to the right person yeah <laughs> That's awesome. And then most people speak English. Most people speak English. That yeah. Helps. That, that helps a lot. That helps a lot. It might be a little broken, but you'll get what they're saying. <laughs> you know, it, it would happen in any place you travel to. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know that Agra is really close to Delhi. Yes. So I remember when I was there, I did a trip to the Taj Mahal. Yeah. Is that something you recommend? Yeah. It's one of the seven wonders of the world. And it's yeah. that for a reason. And it's so close now. You've got a really nice highway there that takes you there in an hour and a half. So yeah. it's basically as far as LA is from San Diego. That's nothing. That's nothing. So it's definitely. And then, you know, you can get cabs that are like so cheap. It's just like you sleep your way to there and then you see it. Yeah. It's amazing. And I think in Delhi, if you want to start off with something, you should definitely check out the Red Fort. Uh, I think that's like my favorite, favorite part, architecture of New Delhi. Yeah. I think wherever you see New Delhi, you see um, India Gate everywhere. And that's just what it is. Oh, it's in reference to the Red Fort? Yeah. Uh, no, it's not. But that's what like Delhi's kind of known for, for architecture. Got it, that got you it. always go there and check out New Delhi. You know, the, uh, New Delhi, if you're going there, you should check out India Gate. I think it's fine. I mean, I like it. You know, you got a good ice cream around there. But Red Fort is the actual... I, I I love it. I go there once every year at least. What makes it so special? So it was built in the 1600s uh, by um, the Mughal uh, emperors. So I think it carries a lot of royalty with it. And what, you know, you get transported back. So much of it is preserved. But I feel um, it carries, it's actually a really good mix of what India was in the past versus the present and the future. So when India became independent, the first flag was hoisted from the Red Fort. And now every Independence Day, we hoist a flag from there. And it's such a good mix of what we were in the past, what, you know, our independence in 1947 got us and where we are right now. And you can just see all of that like in one go over there. So I think it's a very emotional moment for me every time I go there. No, I love that. It's like you can not only just preserve, it's not just a, um, like an artifact, but it's something that's living and breathing, but still maintaining that, that historic element to it. So it evolves with time too, which is just, I love that you can, it's almost like, um, the rings of a tree, you know, they're all part of the same thing, but you can see that evolution. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm in awe of it, you know, and it's really beautifully like, um, the directions are really great there too. So they'll tell you stuff like here, this is where the Kings used to like take a bath and this is where they would like see all the entertainment and you can see, you can live the lives of a true, you know, Mughal King. And they were so rich back then. You can actually see like some places when they show you like the ceiling and now it's so old, but you see like gold still on the ceiling because the whole ceiling was like, you know, draped in it <laughs> yeah exactly now like it was plundered a lot and a lot happened but you still see elements of that and yeah. you're like you know in your head you can always visualize you're like of course Whoa, this must be like super great so it's yeah it's really great i really like that um you know you bring up a really good point like you know in the u.s you, you know the first pilgrims came in like the 17 or in 16 the 1600s 
this is at a time when, you know, India is literally building these infrastructures. Like I remember when I was there, there's a tower, I think from like 400 AD in like somewhere deep in Delhi, you know, it just blows my mind how much history is there. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think um, the best part is just walking into part of history. Sometimes you're crossing the street and you find something in the middle that you're like, oh, this is 200 years old, you know, and they've just like somehow preserved it. But I think every street corner has some amount of history that they've tried to preserve. And, you know, it's just you can literally take a tour of a week and still not cover all the architectural marvels that, you know, are from that time. So I think that's like that and the food. (laughs) The history and the food. Exactly. And then the Taj Mahal. (laughs) Exactly. That's all. You know, if there's like one, like one takeaway you want people to get from this podcast, what would that be? Um, I think... India is a country that is very hot, has a lot of people, (laughs) and is very loud. Um, But those are like, they're not perceptions. That's actually true. And if you want to visit India and truly, truly like take in like whatever awesomeness it has to offer, you know, you have to, I think, prepare yourself beforehand about these things. And then you will truly be able to, once you break those barriers, you'll truly be able to enjoy it. Um, I think that's one part. And the other thing is, I think in India, one thing that you'll have to like kind of figure out is efficiency. Like, again, there are 25 million people. All traveling and navigating in the city. Exactly. (laughs) Traveling, navigating uh, in the city. I mean, people talk fast, people do things faster and, you know, with and you don't get enough personal space, but <laughs> it's just a part well, of you the know, love. 25 million people in one city. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but, um, I think efficiency is like a huge, super huge part of, I think Indians as such, because again, like that's what we've kind of seen. Like that's all we have to be efficient if we're talking to each other like that. But those are like some of the barriers, but overall, I think, you know, you'll have a great time once you break, you know, just go. It's going to be a culture shock. But then after that, it's going to be a lot of fun. I love all these kind of stories and and references that you're bringing up. It just adds so much more color to being there. You know, it's so hard to kind of understand what does 25 million people mean, you know, or what does like, you know, what how, how does it look when 25 million people are trying to commute in the morning, you know, or like trying to navigate all of that? Um, like what else is there that you think is something that maybe as an American, I wouldn't be used to. (laughs) I think the theater. I mean, um, my mom, when I was younger, my mom used to take me. um, So the best um, theater place there is called Bhartiya Kala Kendra, which basically means the Indian um, culture and arts center. And um, it was just amazing. Like, so... India, if you know, like mythologically, we're, it's like a very colorful and extremely um, overrated sometimes, you know, kind of... Uh, animated? Animated, <laughs> overrated. It's just crazy. Like, there are people who are firing, you know, weapons and then they turn into ice and all that cool stuff happens. Like, well, it's you know? fun. It's mythical, you exactly. know? Exactly. But there are people who, you know, enact that whole thing and they're dressed in those costumes and they have that makeup and they're doing that and they enact that entire bit of history. And it's just amazing. It's one of the best ones there. My mom used to take me there um, because it's so associated with our um, 
uh, culture, so, uh, with our festivals, we would go there every year and it would be packed. And I would sit, I remember not even having seats or chairs to sit on. We would sit on the floor. All the kids got the floor. And the, well, that was the best view. I know, right in front. <laughs> and we would watch it every year. And it's, you don't get enough of it because it's just so colorful and I animated. I didn't even know about this. Yeah, so we've got a lot. So um, the and in India, like plays are called Natak and yeah. Nataks are basically, you don't use mics. They're very loud. You, they literally happen in the middle of the street and people just crowd around you. And they're just amazing. They're like a lot of like social elements to it, current events, and then all of these, you know, all mythological cool things too. And yeah. it's just a really great circuit in, in New Delhi. No, I love this. I can't believe I didn't experience that when I was there. I feel I'm having serious FOMO right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like, I love that you brought up this piece. Um, I remember I was in, I used to go to Hyderabad a lot for work. Yeah. And um, I got a bunch of friends to do a road trip to Hampi. Yes. And I think Hampi has that um, beautiful temples. The that are temples so, are beautiful. Yeah. And they're meant to, I think, um, give patronage to the monk like the monkey god or yeah, something like that hanuman yeah. yeah hanuman and um one of the guys on the car knew all of the mythical stories and he knew all these stories behind the different gods and it was just it's just it was incredible it was beautiful there were beautiful stories and they were captivating and engaging like i wish i could just quote him now and repeat them as well as he did but like it just it was it was beautiful and i'm like i i wish i knew more about that because it's just it's a piece of history it's really fun i think um probably he knew all of that because i think the grandparents kind of used those as bedtime stories to kind of like yeah so every kid is grown up listening to these like mythical cool stories which are so part of like culture and religion but are so interesting like a kid could like listen to it and then go to sleep yeah so yeah we know a lot of those stories and then you know it's like when you go there and you've heard all of these stories it's just a much different a completely different experience well you see how much of it's tied to it like this entire temple was built because of one of these stories yeah you know and i imagine like you know i don't know but i would assume that there's elements of delhi that also have that element you know yeah a lot of the temples have stories behind them Uh, i think some of the more famous temples have like very very beautiful stories uh, behind like love and loyalty and you know and you know why it's there and what you're giving patronage to so if there's one takeaway that you want to share now, um, what, what would that be? I think um, the takeaway overall is India is a fun place. I think um, there's so much diversity there. And I think before coming to the U.S., I never recognized that there's diversity back in India as well. Diversity with respect to food and languages. And, you know, every state you go to, they speak a different language. They eat different food, wear different clothes. And, you know, they're very accepting. And they're, um, I remember this overall conversation of my mom telling me that there was some friend of hers. And, like, you Indians hug each other a lot. And we're like, yeah, we do. There's no personal space whatsoever. So I think... Um, overall it's just a unique experience and i think anybody going there should take it as one like it's going to be a unique experience and yeah oh i love that well thank you so much for joining i'm just i really want to go back now i know we'll go we'll go next year (laughs) thank you so much yeah thank you samia 
Thanks for joining Samia. And for all you listeners out there, the podcast is uploaded every other Wednesday. Please tune in and subscribe.